bottom man Cause whatever a spider can Spins a web Any side Catches trees Just like flies Hey there Here comes that spider man Is he strong? Listen but He's got radioactive blood Can he swing? From a thread, take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes that Spider Man. This is episode 299 for May 2014, and that is Andrew Garfield singing the Spider-Man song from a recent appearance on Jimmy Fallon. I think he did a pretty good job. On to movie talk. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our movie review episode. Let me introduce who we've got on the panel. We've got JR. Welcome, JR. Yeah, thank you very much. I've been waiting a while. I wanted to discuss Spider-Man 2 for some time and how great Alfred Molina was as uh, Dr. Octopus <laughs> and you know, how, how, incredibly, how incredibly skanky or Kirsten Dunst is looking all the time and, uh, you know, things of that nature. So, hey, let's, let's go. Spider-Man 2, I'm ready. You watched the wrong damn movie, son. <laughs> what? What? Oh, never mind. We'll just go with it. All right. Uh, from uh, SpideyKicksBud.com, that is JR. We also have George. What's going on, George? Goddamn right you have me. <laughs> <laughs> have mercy. All right. Are you on fire, George? You all right? No, I'm good. I watch Game okay. of Thrones, so I'm in, uh, I'm in a mood. To, that, if you've never watched that show, there's absolutely yeah. no joy. And any time you get to getting close to what you think is going to be an oh moment, you should just know better, and it just crushes it like coal, yeah. you know, like a piece of coal. So, so I've got no love in my heart, and I'm ready to kick teeth, uh, kick, kick teeth in. I can't even talk. All right, you're so pissed. All right, <laughs> settle down. With that voice you hear, all, that laughter you hear is Zach from Spidey-Dude.com. Welcome back, Zach. I have returned. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's been Welcome. a long time. I'm yeah, really dude. happy to be here. I was uh, very, very honored that you attempted to text me, and then I never got the text messages. <laughs> Uh, well, your phone is dead, evidently. Yes, it is. So uh, Technical problems still arise. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm not on the show, I still have to. you got to love it. No, no. I, I, we, we put this show together last minute, and I appreciate everybody being on it. But let's pimp your stuff a little bit. That sounds bad, but we haven't hey, pimped you in a long time. I know, Let me right? pimp it. Well, uh, Go pimp, pimp, sir. Uh, well, I'll start, obviously. We still are doing, uh, <laughs> still, I know. Still doing Clone Saga Chronicles. We are now officially longer than the actual story we're covering. So I don't know what that says, but anyway. Um, <laughs> we've also got a brand new show called Spectacular Radio. Really proud about this one. It's uh, hosted by me and Greg Bishansky. And we've had, we have uh, two episodes a month, although last month we got behind. Uh, and they're covering an epi- uh, two, both episodes cover e- a, a single episode of uh, the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, and we have Greg Wiseman on every yep. other episode. So all the odd number episodes will have Mr. Greg Wiseman and Miss cool. Jennifer L. Anderson. Um, 
and hopefully pretty soon some more talent. And then uh, we also, I, I want to announce this because it hasn't been announced yet. Uh, we are actually about to launch a new show called Mayday Mondays. Uh, we're going to be oh, cool. Yeah, and we're be covering Spider like Spider Girl. Yes, sir. Yeah, neat. You got a lot going on over at Spidey Dash Dude. Uh, I'm a busy ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you liked ass. All right. <laughs> Only on the female variety. Yeah, there you go. Also, I want to welcome Michael, who is uh, still a nerd on our front page. Mike, it's your first time on the show. Welcome. Thank you, and uh, pleasure to be on. And yes, for those who are wondering, I am the same guy who gets in a tussle with Dan Slott on a regular basis. <laughs> well, that doesn't narrow it down, honestly. Uh. It's, not, it's not so much that you get in a tussle so much as like you just ask questions and then he freaks. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, there's that, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but in case people are wondering, yes. I am that guy. I am the guy who, you know, comes up with the crazy conspiracy theories about where Spider-Man's going all the time. And, and I keep getting reminded me of, like, how wrong I am and how it's ever, you know, all that stuff. Mm. So, yeah, you, that's me. So Anyway. Let, let, <laughs> you're as wrong as J. Jonah Jameson says that Spider-Man is in the movie. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. It's just I don't have the Hitler mustache going on, so that's... <laughs> the, uh, we're recording this on May 4th, which a lot of you Star Wars fans know this is a national holiday. Yes. Uh, but uh, May 2nd, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie came out. So uh, I want to, while it's all fresh in our minds, I want to uh, do a review show and get everybody's opinion on it. Uh, so first, let's go around the bin for grades. Just list the grade, what you, you would give it. So, JR, what's your grade on the movie? You know, uh, I'm going to have to retcon my grade for the previous movie but uh i gave this one a i gave this one a b okay uh zach i'm going to give this one a b minus okay and george c plus and michael uh c plus although it's it was very close to a b minus though but i mean so it's, okay but. and uh mine is an a minus oh. <laughs> of course and it I is just, I knew someone was laughing about that. Uh, let's go over. Um, let's. Any? How many times have you guys seen it? Oh God, once. Once was enough. <laughs> Dear Christ. Yeah, probably about. Probably about twice with me because I just want once to once to just kind of give it like an emotional reaction, and then the other yeah. time just to kind of look start you know really looking at it to see you know. But. So you saw it what Friday, and then you saw it Sunday. Yeah, or pretty, yeah, pretty much. It's just like okay. you know, yeah. Twice. You masochistic bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and welcoming Michael to the show quite <laughs> like everybody else. He's been called a bastard in under five minutes. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's yes, I know. I, I like. I like. To, I like. To, I'm. I'm a glutton for punishment, uh, George. So. Oh man, <laughs> Jr. You like to see these movies more than once. You go to the theater quite often, especially Star Trek movies. So have you seen yeah. only once or? Yeah, uh, I actually I've only seen it once. Uh, this uh, th it's been otherwise. I saw it Friday, but uh, we had an otherwise busy uh, weekend. I uh, we had free comic book day on Saturday, and I was nursing a cold, so I didn't feel like anything after that. And today we actually went to Rachel's college to bring home a lot of her stuff, so that we're not uh, you know overburdened on Friday when we bring her home for the summer. So just just we want to see it again. We want to do Spencer and I both want to do three D next time, but uh, we just haven't uh, haven't got to it. Hey Jr. Yeah. Did, did you like Star, the second Star Trek? Star Trek in the Darkness. Yes, I did very much. Okay, I was about, I was about to say because these were the same writers. I'm gonna mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna address that. <laughs> okay. <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> Zach, how many times have you seen it? Uh, once. I once. Okay. I got really hammered afterwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I could have. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
You exit the theater. What, what time? Just happen. Okay, okay. I, I exited the theater at twelve thirty-five. Yeah. I immediately went to the bar and started drinking. I don't know what that says about the movie or what, but uh, I got I got four hours worth of drinking in in about an hour, and so. Oh are you talking twelve thirty at night yeah. or twelve thirty in the afternoon? Twelve thirty at night, man. I'm not that this type is, of drunk. This is why oh, your review gosh. was a B because you got drunk and don't remember how awful a lot of it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just sacked at, at a bar like Superman Three, where he's just handing them back, like Mr. Reeves style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. So uh, Jr. and I are generally positive uh, about the film. Uh, and, and Zach, yeah. and it's and it's uh, George and Michael that are kind of down a bit on the film a little bit. They didn't li- enjoy it as much as well, we did. Well, to clarify, it's it's yeah. an enjoyable film. It's just okay. there's parts of it that are you just have to kind of wade through all the junk that is kind of somewhat <laughs> that's kind of also stuck in there. So I right. mean, you can put, there's there's a, there's an element there's there's elements of a very good film in this, but the right. problem is there's just all these little bits and pieces that you got to wade through, and that's and that's kind of the way I was kind of would sum up this movie. Is well, if you can really call it a movie, it's more like what? a bunch. Dang! It, it, it's more like a but. What it really is, it's like a bunch of it's like a bunch of scenes and set pieces that were just kind of cobbled together, and in a desperate search for a story, any story, and. When they failed to find one, they went, okay, let's just turn this into a two-and-a-half-hour-long trailer to, uh, for our upcoming franchise that we hope we can p- compete with Marvel Studios. Uh, so, let's I mean, let's go around the horn, similar to what Michael just did. Let's give a, about a minute review of what you, what you thought of it. Okay. So, so uh, George, you go ahead. Well, this stink fest uh, <laughs> was, was like an artery clogged with too much fat. Oh. Where very little precious blood got through. Um, so much time, so much time was wasted on the goddamn parents. And that whole yeah. subplot, which doesn't do anything to move the main damn story forward. Not a damn bit of it. You could have you could have taken all the time that you wasted on the parents. You could have taken all that time to build up the relationship between Harry and Peter and make it more organic. Because... We're supposed to feel sorry for Harry. I never once feel sorry for Harry. Harry shows up. He's a douchebag from the get-go. You know, he's a, he, he's a little spoiled prick from the moment he gets there. Oh. Except for when he's with Peter. Then suddenly he remembers that they have some shared bond and that they both have daddy issues they can't get over. But if, if they could have taken the time they wasted on the parents and spent more time building up their relationship, we may have given two shits about Harry at the end. As it well, was, I I don't. They, actually, they, what they could have done is they should. I mean, in my I had that, I had that feeling about Electro, because you could yeah. literally take him out of the movie, and you really would not have really lost much. Well, well here's all. the thing, though. Wasted time on the parents could not have been better spent on Electro, because every time they put words in Electro's mouth, it was awful. Oh, so yeah, you would have had uh, thirty more minutes of a suck ass Electro. I was like, it's yeah. my birthday. I'm going to light my candles or something. Yeah. <laughs> writing for yeah, Electro. Yeah, stuff like that. The li- Don't the you writing, know I'm Electro. The writing for <laughs> Exactly, that one line. And I was like, what the hell? Did Akiva Goldsman write this? Is this Batman Forever? <laughs> oh. is, this, is this Batman and Rob? Okay, that whole scene. No, no, no. That whole scene between. 
<laughs> Let me take the reins back. That whole, you had about a minute. That whole, okay. The whole scene between Electro and between Doctor Kafka, who now has a dong. Oh God! Was right out of starting a Doctor Kafka there. That, that was that, that was whole, that guy was. That whole scene was right out uh, of of a Joel Schumacher Batman film. The dialogue was some was easily the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a, in a damn Spider-Man movie out of any of them. It was God. <laughs> Off, and to make him a caricature of a Nazi of a Nazi torture master, he was like Lawrence Olivier in Marathon Man for F's sake. It, it, it was horrible. It was horrible. I cringe. Okay, 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 okay. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Okay, that was about a minute and a half. Uh, Jr. Review, sum it up in about a minute or so. What, what'd you think? I demand equal time. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You don't know. Okay, uh, no, actually. Uh, you know, it's strange um, because I don't disagree with a lot of what George uh, and um, our uh, our fake Michael has said. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, the enjoy. I mean, I really, I really like this movie. But the enjoyment I got out of the movie was greater than the sum of its parts. Very mm-hmm. yeah, that's, and, that's and good, I yeah. think I agree with that. I think you know when we go into more detail later, I'll explain a little bit more what that means, but. You know, it's 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 again. You know, George goes right back to when George was prompting me about did I like Star Trek in the Darkness, and uh, you know, and uh, this is a typical Kurtzman and Orsi uh, story. You sit on the roller coaster ride, you go, yeah, that's great, this is fun, this is great, I really like that, and then you start tabulating the pros and cons. It's like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So with, that's with Kurtzman and Orsi, of, you don't sit on the roller coaster, you sit and spin, pal. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it, like it, the teacup ride from from Disney. Really? Oh, it's, it's very much. It's very much. I like it, but <laughs> okay, got it. Zach, your your quick review. My quick review is: I absolutely felt like this should have been two movies, and mm-hmm. I, it was so dense. And um, the last, really, the last act, I felt was very rushed. But I mean, I loved seeing what I saw. I thought the action was was some of was top notch. In fact, it was on par with uh, it was close to uh, Spider Man Two in terms of the action, how they how the cinematography was with that, and the oh, way yeah. they was- they made him move. Um, absolutely, was phenomenal. I thought Garfield did well with the script, but mm-hmm. that script is really it's really hard. Uh, I I don't think spoiler alert that that. I'm really kind of on the fence about them killing off Gwen at the, just you know at the very end. I I was I was shocked. I I was I I saw that coming. I mean, well, they telegraphed I, it yeah. the entire day movie from the get go. They tell you she's going to die. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But right. It's the mean, thing is, but that part I thought was real. But the way the death scene, with the exception of maybe like the web the web strand forming into like a little mini hand thing it was actually very well done i mean that was like yeah. that was one of those moments where it's like i mean garfield just gave it his all in that in that scene mm-hmm. yeah and it did. was just and the thing is what really struck me was afterwards when they got to the funeral and they're showing that and what really got to me was when they showed uh gwen's mom and the two brothers and then you kind of hit it hit in the back of my mind was like you know, this is a woman who has lost both her husband and her oldest yeah. child in like less than two years, yeah. and that yeah. was and that just that just really and it I mean and of course and then you see Peter just go through the whole the seasons and everything waiting by the grave stuff. I mean though that whole part that was probably um, next to the maybe the beginning uh, sequence with um, where Spidey's going 
toe-to-toe trying to chase the armored car with the plutonium with the rhino there. That was one of my favorite bits of the whole of whole film. Yeah, yeah help me with the with the bit, mm-hmm. bit of the spider history. What's uh, Gwen Stacy's mom's history in six one six? As far as I know, we don't know it. Yeah, exactly. She was only in that flashback issue, uh, Peter Parker Spider Man flashback issue, and she was like so far away. You can you all you can do this was, was that she was blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, there you that, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, other than so that, this is an aspect that we have not seen before. The the mom of Gwen Stacy's reaction to her right. husband and, and uh, daughter dying. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go around uh, pros. Uh, name a few pros from the movie, and let's hear George say some pros. No, the I actually said a few good things about it in my review. I, I, you did. I did. It's on the front page of the cross um, yeah. No, the action scenes were very good. I. I don't know if anyone noticed this, but during the plutonium heist at the beginning when Spider-Man's trying to catch all the plutonium from fiddling out of the truck, he actually caught one of them with his foot. Yes, yeah, I did see that. that. Cool. Yeah. Did y'all notice was, that? Did JR, did you notice that? Yeah, I, I noticed that, yeah. And I, I, I kind of wigged. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. I was like, he used mm-hmm. his wall crawling power to stop that with his foot. I was like, that, that's good. That You get props for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one action scene in Times Square where Electro is sending the current, it's about to hit all those people on the stairs. And it's yeah. showing where the current is going and who all it's going to hit. And the way that they have sp- – everything is in slow-mo, but it has to be because you have to understand how fast Spidey is going. All and right. how his spider sense and his spider speed is kicking in to allow him to realize exactly where the threats are and to react to it. And that was awesome. Yeah. Did I really feel got like a Zach... charge out of that. Yeah, huh? anybody... that was... yeah. I was going to yeah, say, go did anybody feel like Zack Snyder just like, you know, like – Got got really excited in his pants when he saw that action sequence. I, I just, you know, I'm just this, curious. Well, Zack Snyder the, like a slow mo. In this oh, way, God. this film was basically like a big middle finger to Man of Steel, basically. In terms of like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought Man of Steel had better writing. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You did. You, I'm sorry. Did, did you like Man of Steel better than this, George? Oh, I, exponentially, yes. Oh, oh I don't far know about better. that. Far, far, far better. Oh, oh no! Uh, other, uh, I don't know about okay. that. <laughs> other yeah, George. Other positives, wow. Though the big positive is the genuine, real chemistry between Stone yeah. and Garfield. I mean, it is it is mm-hmm. tangible. You know the the chemistry that is there, especially because I mean they happen to have the added benefit of the fact that they're screwing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but here's the thing. Now that has been that that relationship has been the greatest strength of the, of the of these two movies. It is gone now. The yeah. greatest strength from these films is gone, and it's going to make crap writing look even worse in the next film. It's going to make it stand out even more. Yeah, they got to find any somebody more, that. Any more pros, George? Um, some of the action sequences were good. Uh, the special effects were good. Um, Gwen's death is a very emotional beat. Yeah. That, I mean that, and 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 the scene with um, with and, and you know what? I, I like that they did it almost exactly like they did it out of the comic books, where he thinks he's okay at first. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. talking to her like yeah. she's okay, and then he's trying to tell himself that she's okay, and he's saying you're okay more to make himself okay because he's slowly realizing, no, she's dead. Right. And that whole buildup was just beautiful, and the, and the release – I mean, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock some people. It was probably a little bit better than what we saw in the comic book because in the comic book, he, he didn't have the chance to rip off his mask and cry well, right the there and thing, then. And the, other thing is fought, too, yeah. and the other thing is too is because the fact you actually got to know Gwen – 
over the course of these two films. And in some ways, I think she's actually a better character in these in this film franchise than in the comic books. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and that's where it, I mean, you really kind of that, it, that's where the emotional gut and the, that's. It, the, the emotional gut punch really happens in this. this JR, of, you, JR, do you think uh, Gwen's a better character in the movies than the comics? Oh, far better. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Gwen that we saw in the movies has never existed before. And that is, no. completely, yeah. that is completely all, the success of that is all on Emma Stone's shoulders, and she did a fantastic job in both films. Exactly. Yeah. Do you agree that the Gwen Stacy in the movies is better in the comics? <laughs> Absolutely. I hate Gwen yeah. Stacy in the comics, and I, I <laughs> adore <laughs> psycho, bipolar weirdo in the comic books. Yeah. I adore yeah. Do, you, do you guys like that she knows the identity? Well, yeah, as I opposed mean, to the comics, first, she doesn't? At first, I was kind of, like in the first film, I thought I was, I was kind of had a problematic thing, but then this one, I can, now that I saw, now you kind of saw where it goes, it actually works in mm-hmm. this, in this case. So, right. on yeah. that whole, on the whole, on that whole, the whole, the whole romantic, you know, journey thing, but between Peter and Gwen in these two films, I mean, yeah, that's that. You know, you know, you know. That's that's the one thing I think uh, Mark Webb did absolutely, just absolutely nailed in mm-hmm. in the course of these films. Uh, yeah. Let's do some uh, prose from uh, Michael. Okay. What's some of your, and you also have a review on the front page. Yeah. of the mm-hmm. space too. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think some of the stuff I cover, like I also like the um, anytime Spider-Man was on, uh, pretty, pretty much doing this, you know, Spider-Man stuff on the screen, that was actually good. Um, mm-hmm. One thing in particular that really I thought was it was like a nice little moment was when he kind of stops out and helps that kid who's getting kind of accosted by those little punk punk bullies or something. Yeah, the bu- yeah helping the bully kid. Yeah, yeah and then he and because he's like you know oh he's like hey this is a wind turbine he's like fixes the thing and then he's like I'll walk you home and it's like you know that was to me that was like oh they actually do understand who Spider-Man yeah. is as a character. You know, yeah, and that's what absolutely. I think. That's a very good scene, I agree. Yeah, and, that, and that's where I think a lot of the film gets it right, is the fact that they, have a, they do have an idea of, of some, better than some of these other, some of these other comic book-related movies, that they actually do know who, this, who Spider-Man is supposed to be and stuff. I mean, because the only thing is, I mean, granted, I think his Garfield take on Peter Parker is a little bit swarmy, if that makes any sense, so like a little bit on too much of the cocky side of it. Spider-Man, though, mm-hmm. he just, you know, I think he's just, he's got it nailed. I mean, this is, I think Garfield is a better ambassador to the character than Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just real quick, that, that kid that he, that he saved from the bullies, mm-hmm. is that the same kid at the end that stands in front of Rhino? Y- yes, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the whole Tenement Square kind of thing that he's doing, but, yeah. The, when I say ambassador, I'm, I'm referencing the, um, well, what, what was well the Bat Kid incident yeah. was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also had some special needs kid at the beach I saw where he took them surfing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Uh, he, he just does various things to promote Spider-Man and not just the movie but Spider-Man in general. I just mm-hmm. think it's going to be sad when we lose him. When, well, yeah. no, I, I think we're only getting one more movie with him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, he, he's, he's, I think he said he was going to do baby do what that's when he does one more and then that's that'll be it. But yeah, I mean he's a bit, yeah, you know, this is, um, but yeah, I think he's just kind of like he, the, the the role of Spider-Man just fits this guy like a glove. I mean, right. this is almost this is going to be, to me, it's almost like on the same par as like maybe you know, uh, you know, like what they have the Robert Downey Jr. as uh, Tony Stark or yeah. something for you know yeah. for me, you know. A couple mean, more pros that haven't been mentioned, Michael. Anything um, else? I think the other thing is um, one thing I think the other thing I did like was even though she was again barely in the movie. 
um, was uh, Sally Field's Aunt May. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, really mean, she, I mean, she's um, – I mean, especially there was that – I mean, the, the relationship that she has with Garfield in the film, like where she's like – you know, there is like she's just you know you get the, you do get the sense that she's just kind of being like the surrogate mom who's doing the best that she can, struggling with the two jobs. Yeah. And you know, I also think the nursing thing was a nice, you know, having her do something. The like scene that. where she says, "You're my boy." Oh, yeah. I yes. watched the close. Oh yeah, that, that scene was, is one of my favorites. I, I teared up on that, that one. That was like, that was awesome. That was great. I mean, that was like I mean the fact that you know she's you know when she's like almost. Saying like you know you know why are you so obsessed with your father? He was never here. I was the, exactly. you know, and just I mean just everything about that. Like and and the fact that you know she just did you know she just like the fact that that she didn't really want to tell Peter what was going on that you know um, because mm-hmm. she felt like she didn't want to hurt him and everything. It was it was just very and yeah I mean just when she's yeah that that her care you know selling I mean. It was just that was a very good good scene too. I mean, it was just and also yeah. it, the it it makes you wonder if if Peter uh, went back to her and said, "Hey, it's okay, everything worked out because I found Dad's secret underground lair <laughs> <laughs> and saw a video on Windows ninety five that he uplinked." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the?" I mean, okay, so yeah, he so Peter Parker is like he got this Sony bio. God job, product got to have their product placement in there, and he like and somehow he's like able to upload, like, gigabytes worth of files into a dial-up. You know like how long, 20 years ago, it would have taken to send a video file <laughs> from a copy? Yeah, yeah, file. From yeah, a little... plane, man, from a plane. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. a Windows 95 box, what was that, a 486? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 40, yeah, 40 down in the secret underground lair. I'm going to repeat that. Yeah. Peter's dad <laughs> had a secret underground lair, and you guys are like, right. oh, this movie was great. <laughs> yes, but Richard, but the thing We're is with Richard about Windows ninety five technology. But and the thing is with Richard Siegel, that shows how smart this rich, rich uh, Peter's dad is. But apparently, he's not smart enough to check a unlock to see if a drawer is unlocked to see if there's a loaded gun inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, because comic movies. <laughs> I, I, all right, all right. Back to the pros. Jr., what's some pros out of you? Um, you know, I um, I, I, I'm going to try to avoid repeating what any, anybody else has said, but it, um, it's uh, both uh, fake Michael and George covered a lot of ground. <laughs> um, what about the fake Michael? He's a, he's right here. He's he's real. Michael Bailey is the real. Well, yeah, they're trying to. You got to distinguish me somehow. I guess <laughs> ultimate Michael. There you go. There we go. That'll make George so happy. Why do you want to insult the man? <laughs> How about Spectacular Michael? Is that yeah, better? Spectacular mm-hmm. Mike. Spectacular Michael. There you well, go. Well, you always do Marvelous Michael. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't flatter yourself. Yeah, that's probably too much. That yeah. sounds like a porn star. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jair. I, you know, I am... Um, but uh, like I was saying, um, I like how this, I think, is the first movie where we really saw your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes. Um and 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 that was you know that was when I asked Spencer for example what he liked about the movie because I wanted to get his opinion too, you know because I thought yeah you know I probably should ask a twelve year old what he thinks you know because after all isn't that kind of what the movies are for <laughs> instead of fifty year old men, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. now uh, you know I liked the I love the kid scene you know I just I mean uh, the worry you know 
saves the kid from the bullies and then at, talks to him about his, his turbine. Um, I like the, the end scene where he says, hey, you better go take care of your mom. I'll take care of this guy. And yep. then when he was wearing like the fireman's hat in Times yes. Square, and <laughs> like, now, now it's awesome. I don't remember. This is why I wish I'd seen the film a second time. Did he high-five one of the firemen? Yes. Yes, yes. he did. Yes, that's Spider-Man. I mean, how many times exactly. have you seen Spider-Man wearing a fireman's hat? I mean, he's done stuff like that. I like you that know? the firemen and the cops loved him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it was it was he really was, and a lot of it I think is, you know, why they didn't do that in the Raimi films, I don't know. But I mean, uh, mm-hmm. but that was it. I mean, th- and this is all part of Garfield selling Spider Man. I, you know, and, and Spencer and I have debated on what you know who's better as Peter Parker, who's better as Spider Man. But we both agree Garfield is a better Spider Man, mm-hmm. and a more I think emotional Spider Man. Toby couldn't have pulled off the Gwen death scene. Well, and the other thing is, too, just to, just to remember this, about the fact that where he's in the convenience store and he actually gets sick while he's, yeah, you know, that, yeah. and he's like, oh, Spider-Man. Like, like, that was a great that. scene, too. Yeah. We didn't yeah. mean to cut you off, JR. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so this was, I mean, we really, this was, we really saw our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I like the... Um, you know, I agree. I like the Aunt May scenes. I like mm-hmm. Sally Field and Aunt May. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, I, I, you know, bringing Spencer into it, it's like he was talking about he, he likes he likes her as Aunt May and he likes Cliff Robertson as Uncle Ben. You know, that's kind of yeah. his favorites. But uh, you know, it, it, I, the thing is, I like the the moment where she says, "You're my boy," because. And this is part of the problem I had with when we start getting into cons and stuff, because I was sitting there thinking, "Well, goddamn right, he's your boy," you know. Yep. None of this parents bullshit, you know. <laughs> and, and 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 I'll I'll stop before I go too much into that because that's more of a con. But you know, yeah. you think you're sitting there thinking, "Damn right, you've wiped his ass all these years and wiped his nose and bandaged his cuts and everything like that." And here he is, every uh, adoptive parent, probably who saw that scene, probably was saying, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a, that was that was another good scene. Uh, I I would say those two and and the Gwen, except for the the hand the webbing hand the Gwen death scene. Holy cow! Wasn't that awesome? That mm-hmm. that hurt. The, the crack oh, of the back. God, God, me, man. Dude, that was so brutal. That oh, hurt. Yeah. It, it wasn't graphic. I mean, it's it's just it's amazing. You know, and and like World War Z, for example, I was surprised, for example, how tense that movie was. You know, in the, when they were at the CDC or whatever in Switzerland, you know, mm-hmm. and did you see any blood or heads ripped off? No, but it was spooky as scary as hell. And, and this was just a, 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 a br- like you said, a brutal scene, but it wasn't graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that and, uh, you know, again, and yeah, and, and Garfield doing the, you know, and he didn't do it over the top. You know, so uh-huh. it's there's yeah. there, so, you know, I mean, I could go on, but I would say those off the top of my head are the are my uh, the things that stick out to me as pros. Right. Zach pros. Um, well, OK, I, I got to say this. OK, <laughs> I agree with a lot of what Jr. said. Um, but, but here comes the butt. But I, <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I love the costume, the costume. We oh, haven't talked yeah. about this yet. Yeah, we haven't talked about the costume. The costume's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think the costume is, dare I say it, better than the Raimi films. No, it is. I agree. Um, um, 
And what is it? Is it because of the gold raised on the costume? It looks yeah. the the webs are raised a little bit in Raimi's, and these are like black mixed into the red. They're still raised mm-hmm. on this. There's times you can tell on this where they're where they're overlaid. I don't yeah, think they're it's, raised. Yeah, but it's not. It's very subtle, though. It's, it's not. Yeah, like it's, it's not it's as not. pronounced as. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. It's not. Go ahead, go ahead, Zach. No, I was just waiting for everybody to finish. Um, to be honest with you, I I I, I loved the Aunt May scene. I loved I loved the scenes that have already been mentioned. Um, what are you eating, by the way? Sorry, it was interrupted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Butterfinger? I don't know. Yeah, I was eating the cookie. Um, okay. My sorry, my parents got it. Um, but I, I love that scene of, of of with Aunt May, and, and it, it just kills you. Like, yeah. like just you know. Um, I, I found the humor to be great. One of my favorite lines was. He's like, you know, uh, he's talking about his entire body. He's like, my bones, my muscles, everything. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah all, all, all vital organs. That was that was cool. Um, there's not as much quippage in this as I would have liked, but we've already talked about it. the scene where he's in the, with in the beginning with with uh, uh, Alex O'Hearn. You know, he's grabbing all the all the vials from Oscorp and and and. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I now I like the hey sparkles and he he was kind yeah. of making fun in the mask I yeah, a little bit yeah but, yeah but I mean obviously it's more all both these films have done three times as much as the Raimi films did and it's all about the delivery and and Garfield can can he's a much better Spider Man than than Toby ever was and and I like mm-hmm. Toby but I was watching Spider Man two yesterday and I just. It's it's hard to get through now. <laughs> oh, I disagree. I, I I watched that this week, and I I still think it has held up. I watched it also. <laughs> I mean, well, what I meant like, but like with the with the Toby and, and Kirsten scenes, it's not as the, the chemistry isn't there as much as it was. Alfred Molina makes that movie. Absolutely. Let's let's, mm-hmm. let's go off on a little tangent a little bit about the Raimi films. Uh, there is a backlash against them. Mm-hmm. And George, you and I have talked about this. Elaborate a little bit more. A lot of there's a lot of hate going on for those Raimi films. There is, and yeah. it, it's weird because I remember at the time, I remember mm-hmm. like the the web shooters. I remember mm-hmm. before the Raimi movie came out, superhero hype. The you know the the website actually started as a website that <laughs> literally was all about covering the web shooters. And then it became yeah. Spider-Man hype, I think, and then it became superhero hype. There was okay. a was it no, no organic web shooters something like that. Yeah, that's how that yeah. site started. And um, people, including me, I didn't like the organic web shooters, but people at the time were like, "No, it doesn't make sense for this kid to be that smart and be able to invent it. No, 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 we have to do it this way. Hollywood knows best," <laughs> which always <laughs> makes me, you know, giggle. But you know that that was the thing. No, this is ridiculous. You can't have that. You can't have the mechanical web shooters. It makes even Raimi was like that. Raimi was like, no, it doesn't make sense, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yes, let's talk sense in a movie where the main character can lift a city bus and throw it a block, right? So here, you know, fast forward to to the to the Mark Webb Spider-Man movies. You know, he goes back to mechanical web shooters. Oh, thank God, the organics never made sense. (laughs) <laughs> you know that this is what you're hearing from people. Yeah. It, it's amazing to me. And, and when Spider-Man Two came out, I remember people talking about Spider-Man Two right after it came out, and were saying this was the best superhero movie that had ever been made. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and now people are like, oh, it's not that good. And I'm like, what? 
No, it, yeah. the, most of the film is good. It's just the Toby and Kirsten scenes. I, I just. I tell you, I, I hated uh, the way they did Norman Osborn in the first movie. I hated that suit. I liked Willem Dafoe yeah. as Norman, yeah. but I hated the look of that Power Ranger villain costume. I saw that <laughs> damn thing four times on opening day. Yeah. Wow. I saw it four times. On, uh, JR, you may remember that. Yes, I do. Four times on opening day. And I didn't like the villain at all. I, I, I wouldn't even see this thing. I wouldn't see Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, I don't know that I'd watch it on Netflix. I'm damn sure not getting the Blu-ray, especially not that terrifying damn. electro head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that, is, that is damn scary. And 100 bucks for that thing? But notice, Brad, oh, notice yeah. real quick. You know, when you, when you just went around the horn and got pros from everybody, not one person said electro. Nope. And Electro was what they sold this film on. The, the yeah. Rhino was in very little, very little of the advertising. Harry Goblin was in very little of the advertising. If there was a poster, it was it was Electro. And visually, I I liked the character, and like I liked his power set, and I liked the I like him. But the your, George was right. That's one thing I do agree with George on. The dialogue in is atrocious. With the him. dialogue like, he's written. They they literally lifted his entire stick. From Batman Forever, yeah, <laughs> they literally yeah. just took the Riddler and put him in, in Batman Two. I mean, in Superman, and he also and he made him look like Doctor Manhattan without the giant slot. Did anyone notice? <laughs> did, 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 anyone, did anyone notice that the that Electro, who by the way had a ridiculous origin scene? I mean, oh yeah, up well, God that. Well, I mean, he got electrocuted on a telephone pole well, or an electrical pole in the books. Well, in this one, though, I mean, he, think about this, though. He's an electrical engineer, right? He knows yeah. that he's dealing with, like, a live wire. That's why he radios the guy to call him up and says, hey, you know, I've got this. this. Can turn the power off? And he says, oh, sorry, Max, i got to bail. And so does Max think, hmm, maybe I should go down and try to put some protective equipment on to insulate myself. No, I'll just reach up with my bare goddamn hands and do it. Above yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe I... Oh, I better better. Maybe I should do something before. Like I might fall into this vat of these electric moray eels. So he. Oh so well, he, maybe I just go. Maybe I'll just plug it in there and hope for okay, he's, he's holding these cables. He falls into a tank of electric eels who bite shock him. Yeah. Repeatedly or whatever. So he's mm-hmm. while, while he's he's being electrocuted while he's being electrocuted. Yeah. And 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 then he goes into like some kind of weird cocoon thing, and then bam, he's electro. Oh, and by the way, it fixed a gap in his teeth. That's right. I was going to say, it's like, well, at least it's a dentist because he doesn't have to worry about dentist building. I know, anymore, right? Because... Okay, we've moved into the con territory. Before we do that, let me hear any last pros no. that we haven't discussed. I loved when when Electro like materializes, like mm-hmm. like in towards the later part of the movie, where like you see his nervous system and he like and it's like yeah. I like I, I've always and I said that on this very show so many times that Electro visually would be a really cool villain. Right. But, as long as he doesn't open his mouth, yeah. Right. Um, also, <laughs> the other one, one other pro was also the scene yep. with Peter and Harry Osborn after getting uh, reacquainted, after like when they're into walking Skipping in the park of the stones. and they're yeah. just like you know just kind of just catching up and everything like that. That was good too. That was probably one of the best. That was probably one of the few scenes. One, one of my scenes I liked uh, that hasn't been mentioned was the uh, dancing on the roof. Like, uh, was it Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire on the roof, Jr. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't follow. Okay. I don't uh, know my male dancers that well. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh from that thing. There's also I, another I, thing. I like, the, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say that also they're a little like also the little there's a little bit also of Charlie Chaplin going on there. Exactly, that's yeah. what I was going to mention. The the physical comedy aspect in uh, Oscorp where he's distracting them so Gwen can get away. I thought mm-hmm. that was really clever. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Still did a great yeah. job with that. Okay, cons. Mm-hmm. You guys are biting at the bit, so we're not going to start with either one of you. Uh, Jr. <laughs> let me hear some, Thanks. Let me hear some cons. Okay. My, my first con uh, is Dr. Kafka. Oh, uh, yes. In a, the top uh, Nazi scientist. Oh, exactly. absolutely. In, in, the whole idea of, the, the, of, the Mar- of these Spider-Man films... And you know, like I said, I don't understand why there, the, you know, there's a lot of revisionist spin going on about the Raimi movies because I like the Raimi movies. The Raimi movies did a more straight up comic yes. book Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. This, this has tried for better or for worse, has tried to do a more ultimate slash realistic take. Mm-hmm. So why the hell do you have some guy who apparently walked out of an audition for Doctor Strange Love? Yeah, either Either Doctor Strangelove or that character Dieter that Mike Myers used to play. Now is the time when Sprock is when we dance. You know? <laughs> complete, that complete. Was, and of course, he has so to have like the classical bad. music in the background so you know that he's a villain, so that you know he's Oh, evil. yeah, Blue, Blue Danube. The Blue yeah. Danube, yep. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what the hell is this? That was more cartoony than the Blue, than the blue Shimmering guy, you know? It was straight <laughs> out of Batman and Robin. Oh, <laughs> yes. It was and, right uh, out of that. and and then the the parent subplot. I mean, the too much parent subplot. It's like, oh. you know, I know that we we're going to talk about favorite and least favorite, but I remember like the parents on the plane scene. I'm thinking, let's get to the effing story, you know, because <laughs> Peter's Peter Parker's parents. They've never nice. been a major, nice. They've never been a major part of the Spider-Man mythology, and they don't need to be. And no one really. No one really – see, that's the thing. I don't think anybody – did anybody really care, you know, after the first movie about the mystery of Peter Parker's parents? No. We got told everything That's why they, that's that why they kind of edited out yeah. the untold story in the first place, at part, in the first film. Or, and, and Uncle Ben completely got the shaft. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. You, you, you beat my con. That yeah. was – that was my I con, mean, lack of Uncle Ben talk. Exactly. I mean, that's that's yeah. the thing that hangs over Peter's head more than anything else. Uh, although, uh, although yeah. watching Gwen get her back broken will probably <laughs> pass yeah. that one up. But uh, but no, I mean, it's it's like when when it, this is, here here's the thing. Here's the thing. It just when in this I think is just bad. This is bad writing or not knowing how real people think. But when Peter is taught, when when May talks about how he wishes she wishes Ben were at his graduation, and Peter says, "And my parents," I nearly uh, uh, crap oh, yeah. my pants because yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I I'm sorry, I don't want to get too. But see, I I mean, I've lost a father. I've lost a father. I know what it's like to lose the father, and no. Uh, you know, it just no. That is the man you would have been thinking of. That is the man. Yeah. I mean, and that's why that scene with Toby, you know, after the graduation, just the first time I saw it, just absolutely mm-hmm. killed me because it had been like just the year after my father had died, you know, and it mm-hmm. was like when he wasn't there. And it to me that about took me out of the movie because either I'm saying, you know, Peter, you are a jackass, you know, <laughs> or I'm saying, you know, it. But it, and that's why, that's why. So when Aunt May said to me, "You're my boy," that's when, that's why that scene resonated why, right. more with me. Because I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. 
you know, that, that's similar to my con JR about how Uncle Ben is not in this Spider-Man universe isn't the motivator for him to be the hero. It seems like the mystery of his father. His father seems to yeah, totally for him more than Uncle Ben. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. If that that's the one part of all the stuff, all the, the comments about saying that how they got you know they at least know who Spider-Man is. That's the one part that they completely botched on from the like the yeah. get from the get go. And Maybe it's because Uncle Ben never said, "With great power come, must come great responsibility." Well, He's he never sort of did, but it was like all they had to not really. around. But uh, yeah. yeah, and and the the search for Uncle Ben's killer, nothing progressed on this one. Well, no. yeah. technically, you can find out what happened to Uncle Ben's killer if you play the Amazing Spider-Man Two video game tie-in. That's what Spencer oh, that's, said. Mm-hmm. Which is that's yeah, like, that's which is like having to read Dan Slott's Twitter. I mean, yeah, come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cheat. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and of course the thing is with the, with the, with the video game thing, it doesn't really tie into the store in the movie either. So is, is yeah. Kafka in there too? Is he like making like super villains in that movie? Hopefully, you kill. Yeah, Kafka's in there and in the video game, but he's not nearly. He doesn't have the thick German accent going on as a. Uh, is he a woman? Does he have a dong? Does he have no, a dong? Yeah, actually, he's a man in this in the in the video game okay. too. <laughs> Do you have? The, have you played the video game? No, I've seen uh, Let's Play. actually of the thing. So I mean, but okay, but um, yeah, uh, but. Jr. Any other cons before we move on? Norman. Uh, well, I. Oh, Norman! Oh, I want to talk yeah. Norman. <sighs> Jr. What? See, I, I I don't know if it's a con or not. Because if he is going to be Hulk Goblin, I don't want to uh, see. Uh. You know, and, and like when they showed us his green claws, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, if you're, going, if you're going to do this to Norman Osborn, he's dead. Stay, he stays dead. I don't want to see mm-hmm. him. Um, there's pro, I, I don't know. There, there's pros and cons to this. I, I just, I hate what? it that Norman is not the big bad guy. To be honest, because I hate it that Norman has never even met Peter Parker. Yeah, uh, I do too. Yeah. I it just it's and the thing is, how do you? And I don't think there's any way to recapture that. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any way to bring that in now. That no. uh, you know that that enmity that exists between Norman Osborn and Peter Parker, not so much between I, the Green I Goblin was, and Spider Man. I was thinking that when I was watching the movie, I'm like, I wonder what Jr. is going to think because mm-hmm. when. Uh, Peter goes after the person who Gwen's killed Gwen Stacy. It's going to be Harry now. Right, right. He's yeah. going to have that hatred for towards Harry as opposed to Norman. What could Norman do to Spider Man to make him go after Kill him? Kill him. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> so you know, by by not having Norman in the first movie and by having Harry kill Gwen in the second movie, and you know, it, it's I I think I you know I think Norman's now an irrelevant character. I mean, I don't want to, and see, I don't want to see the big bad be this Mister Fears or whoever this international consortium that Norman dealt with, or, or you know, this the gentleman, the gentleman, the gentleman yeah, the gentleman guy wants, from the, uh, it, he's from a trilogy the, the Adam, of um, sinister the Adam novels. Troy Castro movies or uh, or books, yeah, yeah way right. obscure. I mean, way with obscure. Spider Man's sister. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm, I'm. I'm not happy with the way Norman has been handled, but if this is going to, if this is where you're going, I don't want to see him. That's the thing. I don't want to see him again. I don't like that Harry is the goblin before Norman. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, hate I absolutely that. hate it. Yeah. Uh, Zach cons that we haven't mentioned. Uh, cons we haven't mentioned. Um, yeah. The end. I mean. Hmm. Because <laughs> I'm trying, I'm I've trying, I'm trying to, I've uh, commentary. 
<laughs> I, I just, I, I mm. the parents. How about in how about the after credit scene for X Men? I didn't even stay through it. I was I was too busy looking to go get drunk. You were headed to the bar by then. Exactly. <laughs> My the person I was with was like, "Let's go," and I'm like, "What?" Was, she's like, "Let's go," and I'm like, "Okay." Oh, you had a date? Uh, yeah, I was with a yeah, I was with a friend. Yeah, hey. my man. So look at Zach. You go, player. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I try. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, cons. I haven't mentioned George. Um, I, this is uh, I, well. I already said. You know, we spend too much time. We wasted too much time with the parents. We didn't get to know Harry good enough. Um, but at the at the same time, I'll point this out. You know, you've you've got. Norman can't find a cure. He's he's built this company to basically save his own life, trying to find a cure for his disease. Then Harry gets it, and then suddenly it hits Harry remarkably fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it just Harry starts degrading from the moment Norman mentions it. <laughs> How is Harry still alive in the cell? By the well, way, well, hang on, I'm I'm getting to that. I'm getting to okay, that. Okay, so. <laughs> so, you know, they kill all the spiders. They kill all the research. I, I don't like the fact that basically it's the spider DNA that also creates the goblins. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, that that yeah. gets on That's my nerves. Though. But after he takes, you know, the, the venom, after he takes the venom shot from uh, Baldy, and then he freaks out, you know, his body freaks out, and then he crawls to the suit. He crawls to that exosuit, and the exosuit immediately starts repairing all the damage in his body. And, you know, it flashes up on that little wrist display, healing protocols initiated. And I'm like, well, fuck, why didn't somebody just put Norman in the suit? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the thing that I was thinking. I was like, okay, wait a minute, why didn't Norman use this thing? I didn't mean to drop the F-bomb again. I'm sorry, bro. That's two nights in a row now. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll yeah. make it three. I apologize. Uh, but, but no, I mean, I, I'm like, why did, what the hell? If you had this exosuit that was just going to heal everybody, what are well, well let's let's strap one, let's strap everybody into one, let's bring the you know cancer patients in. Do here. we do we think Norman is still alive? By the Who way, cares? no. Yes, I don't think I so. Do. I mean, I, I I mean, if they could bring him in, but like uh, the Jr. said, what's the what would be the point? You kind of neutered yeah. you kind of neutered his uh, what what kind of made him into a villain essentially because well maybe he could in the next movie he could have an affair with Gwen Stacy. It'd be redcoat red oh. wait with Gwen Stacy. That's course? how she got the what job. What are you talking about, Brad? <laughs> no, we, we're going to have the Stacy twins in the next one. No, no, Brad. No. <laughs> that would really Brad, piss Peter. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would that would make that would make Brad give it a, a straight D. I'm going to borrow JR's. No, 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 no. Can you imagine this universe's Norman Osborn having an affair with Emma Stone? Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a rumor that I heard what they were supposedly planning with Norman Osborn in this film. Which What's that? That apparently what the, what the, the what the planned after credit singer was for this thing. Oh yes, I heard oh, about God. that. Yeah, right. that he was that when he's going when 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 Fears is going when that gentleman guy is going to the vault, and he finds like Norman Osborn's disembodied head, like right. like they in some it. kind of robot thing or something. No, that it's, was it's, one rumor what they were supposedly doing, but that got cut. I'm not sure how what the validity of that is. I don't no, know. But, no, no, that's real. Brad showed me the pictures from it. Oh, yesterday. that is real. Oh, okay. Still, yeah, it was a cryogenically frozen Norman Osborn head, and I laughed. Oh, okay, so they did, so they pulled. So they pulled I'm a Walt Disney on Norman. So they were going to pull a Walt Disney on Norman Osborn. <laughs> I laughed for like five straight solid minutes because I couldn't believe how stupid, ridiculous that was. Go ahead, Jr. I'm sorry. No, you. you I want to hear Jr. go off now. 
Yeah, Jerry, what do you think of Walt Disney? Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, actually, no, I, what I was thinking of was that, that odd, dumbass Silvermane, robot Silvermane in the comic books. Oh, that's yeah. First, yep. That's the first thing I thought of when you were saying that. And Like I said, I, if George hadn't already dropped the F-bomb, I would have dropped it. I mean, it just no, that's <laughs> Mike, stupid. No, he no, should no, stay I dead. Would. I want to see that now. I want to see everybody carrying around Norman's head and, you know, Norman's <laughs> like head. Feel, yeah, like Silvermane from yeah, Superior Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, I, I just thought of another con. Why is okay. this film spending so much time trying to absolutely – the Sinister Six was just like, oh, oh got to throw that in there. This mm-hmm. is – this to me, this, this film has three elements of, of other superhero films. It has the too many villains of Spider-Man 3. It has the poor writing of Batman and Robin. And it also has the, um, the shoehorning in, in Iron Man 2. And yet you yeah. give it a beat. And I gave it a B minus because I did enjoy myself. I did not. I, I enjoyed myself while well, I was watching. All these things suck. Well, like that's why. That's why I meant when I called this thing a, tra- a two and a half hour long trailer because that's what this is. It's basically setting right. up the Sinister Six and like, oh, we got to have a franchise to, pe- to compete with the Avengers because that's yeah. what, you know. That's that's all that Sony has now. Co- yeah. Co- yeah. Before we uh, go to our message board and Facebook questions, uh, did you guys have any funny theater experiences? I have a good one I'll share. Uh, the scene where Spider-Man, is uh, the point of view is from inside of his closet, where he's changing his outfits. He's, he has a giant fish. You can tell he's working really hard, doing a lot of Spider-Man activities. And, and when he took off his, his Spider-Man shirt... And it, he was bare-chested. I went with my three-year-old daughter, Ava, and she goes, Daddy, I see Spider-Man's boobies. <laughs> wow. And the theater oh. just laughed with that. I, I was cracking up. Mm. It, it, every time I go to a Spider-Man movie, something funny happens. Like with Spider-Man 3, when Toby smacks Kirsten in the, uh, the dance club, uh, a gentleman in the back of the theater goes, Damn! Spider-Man smacked the bitch. I, I love, I love funny scenes like that. Any funny experiences anybody had with the the audience or going to the theater? No, I'm annoyed by large crowds of people. <laughs> uh, Michael, anything funny no, happen on your? Not really. I mean, you know, it's just I, I just I just kind of like I just kind of I'm one of those guys that kind of tuned out everyone. That's because I'm trying to yeah. pay attention to the film stuff like that. So. You know, unless there's somebody Nobody keeps really in a chair or anything or nah, walking nah. in notches or yeah. Nope. Zach, anything funny? Uh, no. No. Oh well, hell, this is going great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no Spider-Man smacked a bitch in this in, in this in this. No. Jr. Anything funny happened with you? Not at all. Hey, no? Brad, tell everybody about the yeah. butter bar. Oh, the butter bar. Sexy. We we uh we go to this little known theater. They just upgraded their projectors, so it's like beautiful. <laughs> Uh, high projection theaters. It's in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I'm not going to tell it because I don't want people to go to it. <laughs> it's hidden in Missouri somewhere. <laughs> and and um, Spider-Man came out on a Friday. We went to see it Saturday. The first show at 12:30. There were about 10 people in this theater with us, and uh, that's why we like to go to it. And my wife likes it because. A, there's paper towels in the bathroom as opposed to the one that's in our local theater. Uh, you don't have to dry your hands on your pants because the, the minimum wage person <laughs> didn't forget to <laughs> clean the bathroom. Wow. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, but that's mean, isn't it? Uh, sorry. You one percenter? Anyway. <laughs> you what? You one percenter? <laughs> you one percenter. <laughs> 
And they have a butter bar. And the butter bar consists, you get your popcorn, and they don't butter it for you behind the the counter. You take it over to this little place where you butter it yourself. (laughs) You decide how much butter you would like to pump into your arteries. And also they have uh, like a a dozen plus different flavorings that you can put on your your, your popcorn. Like, I didn't see bacon, but there's like Parmesan and cheddar Mm -hmm. And different types of things that you can just salt on top of. Oh, your that's hot! And I can just see George like. <laughs> I would cry if I saw a butter bar. <laughs> just, is it labeled butter bar? Yes. Oh, the, the I, would, I would sign a butter. I would above fall to my knees bar. and just and sob and, and happiness. <laughs> and since there's no one that goes to this nice little unknown theater, uh, there's uh, no line for the butter bar. Come mm. and enjoy the butter bar. Where was that again, Brad? No, no, I'm not gonna, you're, you're, you're willing to drive from Texas all the way up to Missouri to go to my butter bar, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> you, you'd love it, though, man. You'd love it. Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, where do we go now is the question. What do you want to see in Spider-Man 3? Besides Venom and Sam. It's hard for them to go any further down, I tell you that. Uh, how, do they, how do they make a movie that you'd like, George? What do you want to see in For 3? number one, get new writers, because damn... Well, well, Kurtzman and no, Walker let, did let, break let up. George, let, let George take it, and then no. we'll hit you, Michael. Go ahead. Uh, oh, well, um, well um, in terms of like... No, 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 no. Let, let George talk, and then we'll go oh, to you, Oh, I'm Michael. sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Um, they're going to have... I don't know. They, they really need to move away from this ultimate crap. Uh, they, you know, they, need to, they need to just toss it and realize... That, that's one thing that the, that the regular Marvel movies are doing, and they're doing well. You know, it's like Kevin Feige said, you know, he's, he's watched studio heads wrestle with how to do things. You know, and at the same time, he was like, but it's right here. This is, this is what you do. And he was like, so that's what Marvel just started doing. They just started doing, you know, adapting what, was, what had already been done. And, right. I, and I was, you know, but, but we need to move away from the ultimate crap. You know, Fox is already tied to it with the, oh, the Fantastic Four is going to be an ugly mess. <laughs> I agree on that. You know, do we introduce Mary Jane? Yes. Hell yes, you yeah, have yeah. to introduce Mary Jane. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What actress? I don't know of an actress that can fill. I like what someone. I don't know if it was our site or whatever. Someone said, "Put Emma Stone in a red wig and just have her do Mary Jane and don't mention the damn no, thing." No, Mary Jane. <laughs> she needs to develop Mary Jane on her own. Let her be her own character. And I think Evan Rachel Wood would be a good Mary Jane. And she's actually younger, uh, but she, she's younger than than Garfield, but not. Not like a Shailene Woodley was like ten years younger, you know, in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. She's, Garfield, I think, is like thirty-two now, or something like that, maybe thirty-three, and she's like yeah. twenty-six. But she, if you've ever seen her in True Blood, she was fantastic as Queen Sophie in oh, True yeah, Blood. She, she would be, she would do, uh, be a good Mary Jane. New writers, Mary Jane. You're going to have to bring in new writers because, damn. Yeah. Michael, what do we do next? Okay, well, I do agree with Mary Jane with uh, bringing in Mary Jane. I think it kind of that kind of makes sense, and especially if we get a face of Tiger, you hit the jackpot scene. Oh God, we have to have that. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure who. I, I think, and the thing it is, one of the best things about Amazing Spider-Man Two, I think that they did that uh, was decided on was to actually, believe it or not, to actually remove the Mary Jane scenes out of this film because yeah. I think that just would have been way too much. Um, it's distracting. I mean, yeah. but yeah, I think she definitely needs to be that character needs to be brought in the third one. As terms terms of a villain, uh, Mysterio. I think yeah. that that would that yeah. would that would just be you know in terms of visual wise that would just be incredible. You know, you could do with so much with that character, especially considering how you you know in terms of like 
what do you, especially if you have like any kind of build up, like you can do like Uncle Ben or Gwen Stacy and all that stuff and everything like that. Bring them. That's a that's a good know, way of bringing Emma Stone back into the film. It's kind of like almost like a uh, like um, almost uh, kind uh, of make, a hallucination yeah. type thing to Mysterio by Mysterio or something. That's pretty. Good. Um, yeah. My, my what other. do you think of? What, one, one second. What, what do you think of bringing the whole Sinister Six in that third movie? Uh, no, that's got. I mean, it, it has to be kind of incremental because if that's where Sony's going, because they obviously have to, you have to introduce like you know a couple, maybe a couple villains at a time, and then then you have your big, you know, dirty half dozen Sinister Six movie thing. They need to get away they, from trying to shoehorn two, three villains into into every game absolutely. Movie. Yeah, Lord, they do. They do. I mean. Uh, there's a way, but the thing is, with the, it, it isn't so much that the problem isn't so much that you have multiple villains because it because it can be done. I mean, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, for the most part, they kind of he was able to properly is properly balance, and that's the key. It's balancing these different villains, and they're giving them kind of you know, you know, making sure that they, that they have a kind of an organic story going uh, centered around them and stuff. If you just kind of toss villains in there. And just like, oh, let's see, maybe we can. Hopefully, there's some kind of connection going on, like a, like you know, then it's there, not like, yeah, it's not going to work. Well, there's a lot of tossing in this movie, I tell you. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike, so Michael suggests to bring in Mary Jane and bring in Mysterio and limit the villains. Uh, Zach, what's your your thoughts? My, what do we do next? My suggestion is uh, make a coherent story. Yes. yes. And not necessarily a series of vignettes that is formed into a movie. Okay. And I think that even uh, honestly, as as much as I I enjoyed the action scenes, and I overall I enjoyed this movie until I started really thinking about it hard. Um, I think you have to find somebody other than Mark Webb because I don't think I think that the directing is is merely okay, and the writing is as was already previously said not it was subpar. So I think I, I think a fresh set of eyes. Would be good for this film, but I know I know we're going to probably get one more Mark Webb directed film, and then we'll move on. But okay, Jr. Where where do we go? Boy, this is this is interesting because I mean uh, I'm I'm even more anxious in a way to see the film again to just see if I still enjoy it like I did the last time or if like some of its problems just become even more glaring. So I'm, but you know to be honest, I'm going to be a uh, I'm going to kind of be a stick in the mud here. I don't know that you bring in Mary Jane because mm. Emma Stone... What? what? Hang on! <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? Emma, no, Emma Stone's Gwen has yeah. going to throw such a huge shadow. I mean, for example, when we look at the comic books, we all agree Mary Jane was better for Peter, right? You know, mm-hmm. you look at Gwen, you look at Mary Jane, we say... Who can be better than Emma Stone's Gwen as far as a match for Peter, his intellectual match, his, you know, and this Gwen, like, you know, like George said, she, you know, Emma Stone's Gwen wasn't the psycho bitch like she kind of turned into in the comics. You know, I mean, she was funny. She was cute. She was she was like a fusion of Mary Jane and Gwen and 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 a smart smart girl. (laughs) So it's just. How Smart enough to know how to reboot the city's power grid. Exactly, I know. Reboot right. the city. Lord. Well, she yeah. was first in her class, yeah. George. She reversed <laughs> the polarity of the neutron flow as well. The thing is with J.R., the, um, the third film can actually work with that idea because to try to build up the fact that, yeah, that Gwen was that special to Peter, and then you bring Mary Jane in, and then you can have like a conflict surrounding Peter saying, do I really want to move on with this other person? 
But so, see, that I mean, makes... granted, you need to have like the or you have the kind of incredible capable actor thing, but kind of yeah. almost the film has to acknowledge that you can't really replace Gwen, but at the same time, you can possibly move on. It's a, you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, you but, can, yeah, it's, like it's, you it's said, you can work it in. You have to get a, uh, you just have to get a hell of an actress. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, I, I agree. mean, somebody with the pre, you know, not, I mean, not just the physical attractiveness, but just the presence. And I don't, you know, mm-hmm. whereas I wasn't down on Shailene Woodley like a lot of people were, but mm-hmm. she doesn't, I mean, after what we've seen with Gwen in the last two ones, she doesn't have the presence. Now, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't go see Divergent, so I don't know. But yeah. from what I've seen, she doesn't have the presence to, to yeah. help Peter move on, you know. Uh, I mean, this is going to be a hell of a strong woman who not only will be physically attractive to Peter, uh, attractive to Peter, but someone who's strong enough to shake him out of whatever ever lethargy he's going to be in. Mm-hmm. I liked in the film that uh, a lot of time has passed since Gwen died too. Yeah. What they need, so that will that will help with the Mary Jane. What they're going to need yeah. with Mary Jane, they're going to need the Mary Jane that right. The one that was right after Gwen died was the one that slammed the door when Peter told her, you know, go ahead and get out. Mm-hmm. But so they're going to be that, thing, that strong of a character. Oh, another yeah. thing that's going to have to happen, which I'm afraid, because as, as you guys have mentioned quite quite well, part of this movie it seems like a trailer for a you know the 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 uh, outside Spider-Man universe, the Venoms and the Sinister mm-hmm. Six and stuff, or if you possibly do, Black Hat or something. Yeah, that, or if you do anything, if you yeah. do anything but but have Peter and you know both. JR? Oh, Peter, Hello? to take down Harry. Oh, you broke up, JR, one more time. I'm a, oh, have you got me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, to me, the next movie has to be Peter Parker and Spider-Man taking down Harry, taking down Oscorp, taking down everything. Make, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. just bringing the, the whole thing crashing down, you know, in the biggest, ugliest mess. Because that, to me, that's the only, I mean, that's... That's the only way you can be satisfying. I mean, it's like, I, I, you know, at this point in time, I don't want to see Peter, you know, with what has happened to him and what the Osbor- Osbournes have taken from him, what Oscorp has taken from him, took from him his parents, took from him Gwen, took from him his best friend, really. I mean, you know, Harry turned into some kind of, you know, monster because of the stuff that was going on at Oscorp. I mean, he has to bring Oscorp down, you know, and if we get another... I I don't know if we get another film where there's another two or three villains thrown at him and uh, that's not very satisfying. That's that's not a very satisfying finale. To you know what? Yeah. What J- before, JR, last last point, George, before we hit message. Jr. You know mentions Harry, and you know they brought down his best friend. Peter didn't even think about Harry afterward. Oh no, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. He didn't even think about Harry afterward. You know, I, mean, I, I know he was sad about Gwen, but he didn't even think about Harry, his best, fr- his quote unquote best friend who was shoehorned in. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, that, I, that was that was also one of my other problems with the film is the fact that they, with Harry's whole, you know, story in the thing, what they did was they took all the the, the entire storyline that he, that Harry Osborne had in the original Sam Raimi trilogy, crumbled it up, stuffed it in this one, and then they also, on top of that, decided to give the storyline that Norman Osborne should have had to Harry. And as a result, it's just like, you know, and as good as I thought it would be, Dane DeHaan did pretty well, it's just that, yeah, he's just been kind of got a really kind of thankless task here of trying to be both, oh, the best friend that after comes back to Drew Nairs, but also the arch and, and them as a saying, and yeah, like, you're right, George, he just kind of got, you know, 
he almost becomes kind of an afterthought after at the end. Yeah. Well, I, I the thing I would say about that because I because I read both of you guys' reviews by the way, very good by the way. I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed I both of them. But uh, I I thought about that because after in real life, after I cried over Gwen, I would have ripped Harry's effing head off his shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they had done that, if they had brought Harry in at all, it would have detracted from the scene. I don't. I, I really think in real life, yes, you would have done that because, well, in the comic book, for example, after you know when Peter came after Norman, he he nearly beat him to death. I mean, but right. watching in a movie, in a movie, I think that scene because that scene really moved my wife, for example. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I mean, I I think it's a. I mean, it it did what it it did what it had to do and everything. Yeah, so you, it would would have been unnecessary to just have Peter just start it, just beating the crap out of Harry after that. So yeah. But it's also alluding with that clock landing on 121. That was fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that the uh, the next movie is issue 122. Now, also the fact, yeah. and in a way, if you think about it, in hindsight, that's all. That's also that thing's also with the with uh, Richard Parker's uh, wristwatch, too, because they have like Richard a little. Parker's I don't know if it, wristwatch. I'm, yeah, because remember, remember, because when they have the like the phony Beanox logo in the beginning, and then it shows up on the mm-hmm. uh, wristwatch thing at the end. I'm not no. sure if I if I correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure if it's a that. mirror image of the clock face in the uh, on the clock tower. I'll be. Hmm. All right, we've got uh, a lot of message board and Facebook questions to get through to make this about yeah. the, not, not a 15-hour show. <laughs> so uh, let's go to lockdown from our message board, Mr. Ryan Reed. Brad, as someone who gets to luckily see the Marvel movies when they get released in the theaters, have you ever had a movie where you said, quote, I'm glad I didn't see that one in the theaters, or why didn't I see that one in the theaters? I seem to be running into that dilemma since I rarely go to the movies anymore. Uh I've seen uh, pretty much every Marvel movie in the theaters with the exception of Elektra. And I I didn't mind Elektra. I just think Jennifer Garner was ill-cast on that. I'm glad I did not see Man-Thing. Did you you ever see that? My God, that that was a horrible Marvel movie. um, As someone who's covered all the porno stuff, I've got to tell you, I've seen one too many (laughs) Man-Things. I also, I saw Punisher Warzone in the the theater with my wife, and man, did I pay for that later. God, that was a bad movie. I love Frank Castle. Oh, did, what were you saying, Michael? Did you like Warzone? I hated it. Um, I actually, I didn't actually. I thought I seen. I actually didn't. Um, well, it's supposed. It's basically, yeah. It's basically the. It's basically Punisher. Basically, yeah. I'm it's, surprised you actually took your wife to to see that. It's like, well, it was. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's the like, Punisher. Of all the things the you could have taken her to, that yeah, we can go take her to that. What did you one, need yeah. it to be, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy shooting I, bad guys and blowing shit up. I guess what you often require, which is plot. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I, I asked you several months ago about how the movies could do Gwen's death justice on the big screen. Did the movie live up to your expectations, or do you believe that they did the best they could or didn't do the best? This is directed to me, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's yours. Yeah, uh, yeah, lockdown. I don't remember exact specifically when you asked that question because I'm an, an aging old man now. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 they nailed it. They absolutely yeah. flat out nailed it. Yeah. George, since you love Andrew Garfield in the role of Peter Parker, if they did decide to end Peter at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 3 in two years, could Sony pull off killing Peter Parker and going with Miles Morales? I think Sony thinks that they could. Sony's mistaken. Uh, Sony's mistaken in, in the widespread appeal for a Spider-Man that is not Peter Parker. Actually, um, they, uh, there was a, they asked Avi Arvad about that, and he said, 
as far as they're concerned, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So they're not thinking about bringing Miles Morales at all. Zach, uh, was this taken? Was this take on Elektra really a way to go in the movies, or could they have done better or worse with the characters? Same with the Green Goblin and the Rhino. Um, well, they could have done better with the dialogue, uh, yeah. and I think the overall story. Uh, you know, we've we've talked about on this show a lot about Peter Parker being the creepy stalker loser. Well, we actually got to see the creepy stalker loser on the screen with Electro. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I just um, – just the way he behaved, it was, it was sad, and you're supposed to pity this guy. But – and then, and then it's, like, it's like Spider-Man takes, takes away my moment. I'm going to hate him forever. It's, it's <clears> a typical <throat> comic book response, yeah. and it doesn't work in a film. Still a nerd, your very first question. Hey, okay. your way. Did Amazing Spider-Man 2 do the bad thing and go with too many <laughs> villains like uh, Spider-Man 3, or do you think they found the right balance? Um, we we yeah, know the answer. I'm going to go with the first part. And say it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. I will say this, though. This film is better than Spider-Man 3. By far, you know, that, that, much, that much is, I don't think there's any... That's like saying it's bad. better but than Highlander 2. Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but um, but yeah, in turn, but the thing is with this film, it commit like I said, it commits the same problem as three in that that it doesn't find the right like it doesn't find the right balance thing because the thing about it, think about it, you've got you have um, Paul Giamatti's Rhino, which actually I kind of liked, even though he's, he's bookended in the two movies. I am Rhino. Um, yeah. Or in the Rhino, you know, with that weird Russian accent he's got going. Weird Russian accent because that's what they do. Yeah, so, but um, but then you got the um, then you got um, <laughs> then you got Electro, and this whole you know Doctor Manhattan-y thing going on there, and then you got Harry Osborn, uh, and you got Norman who's only in one scene. Um, then you got um, then you got Donald Minkin, who's actually kind of the more Norman Osborn than Norman Osborn was in this thing. And then you've got Dr. Kafka, enough said. And then also, what was the other thing? Like, there's like about maybe like five, five, yeah, like five villains you're trying to juggle around with in this thing. And it's like, none of, and it's just like, you can be, a lot of them, some of them you can just kind of like remove entirely out of uh-huh. that. I mean, it's just like one of those. Right. So it's, yeah, so that's um, Okay. Hornacek, he says, still a nerd. Congrats on getting on the podcast. Thank you. There you go. Uh, there's only one other post, so I'll ask multiple questions. No, dude, there's like 50. Now. Uh, <laughs> Damn you, uh, nerd. To anybody that uh, wants it, were you disappointed there were no mention of Peter looking for Uncle Ben's killer? Yes, we were. Yep. How do you feel that in, the, uh, in the, this film series? Apparently, this is a crime that will never be solved. Unless, <laughs> Unless you watch the Spider-Man 2 video game. Or oh play my it. gosh! Played, plucked down sixty dollars. You two can find out if you got the kill. <laughs> I've already been screwed uh, enough. Thanks. I'm not. <laughs> uh, anyone who wants it, what do you think of Giamatti's nuanced acting performance? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He looked like he was having fun, but it's a very strange choice. I'm the rhino. Uh, Zach, <laughs> I am the rhino. I am the rhino. Well, you like Giamatti? <laughs> if that's how they're going to do with the rhino, they're wasting. They're wasting a really good talent. Yeah. Paul Giamatti's a great actor. To reduce him yeah, to, I am yeah. Rhino! I, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, does anybody think Norman's really dead? It seems strange that they'd waste Chris Cooper's acting talent. They don't even credit him, either. That... Oh, he's not in the credits? No, they, 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 he's listed as uncredited on oh, IMDb. Oh. 
Oh my God! Yeah. Well, it's IMDb. What are you going to do? Uh, how di- we didn't talk about this at all. This is very good. How disappointed were you that we did not get to see Jameson or the Bugle? But apparently, Peters met Jonah and got hired between the two movies. That is such a that, yeah. That's that's that was kind of weird too. I mean, it's like you, yeah, you know he's in there, and plus I did like the little oh you know the, the little the email, email thing to pop up. That was uh, but cute. yeah, it's like that's it, you're thinking. You know, maybe they're just thinking, oh, nobody can really replace J.K. Simmons, but at the same time, it's... You George and I were talking about this. Let's bring J.K. back. Yeah. I mean, they did that with him. They did that with them. Alfred. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Alfred, Alfred, yeah. So how, how are you going to fit him in this movie? And now that I just said that, I, I can hear George saying, cut out the shit about Peter Parker's parents! That's how you can fit him in the movie! <laughs> That sounded like either Statler or Waldorf from the uh, the, the Muppet Show balcony. Of course, uh, of course, you would bring the Muppets into this. P- Peter's supporting characters in the film was Aunt May and Gwen, and the next movie it's just Aunt May. We didn't see Flash at all in this film. What can the series do to expand the supporting characters? I guess show the bugle is the easiest answer, but apparently they don't want to do that. You answer show the bugle. <laughs> okay, show the bugle. Or they can Sounds... stick them in, in the uh, spinoff movies. Like, or bring like in Tricorp. Like... No, God, shut no, up. No. Uh, yeah. I'll reach oh, no. your phone and slap you. Tricorp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question. I saw this movie with my sister and my family, and she was legitimately shocked at Gwen's death. In the movie, I told her, after the movie, I told her, I knew there was a chance she would die because in the comics, she died back in the 70s. And she said, well, you should have told me that before the movie. Why? Did, did any of you see the movie with people that had no idea that Gwen was created in these films to eventually die? And if so, what were their they reactions? They tell you from the graduation speech, Gwen's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Jr. Did your mm-hmm. wife know that Gwen's gonna gonna die? Yes. Yeah. Did Spencer well, know too? Spencer knew too. Yeah. Well, Spencer yeah. already knew what the movie was about or whatever, and he was, you know, and I was I was teasing him about spoilers. Man, you spoiled it for me, man. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I mean, you know, anybody who's hung around comic book nerds or Spider Man nerds, like like my wife has for the last quarter of a century, yeah, they they know that Gwen dies. Mm-hmm. My wife knew too. Did did the your date know, Zach? Uh no. No. She did. Well, was she really crying, or was she upset, or uh, she was like, she, "This comes from." Yeah, she. I thought she had seen the first film, and she didn't, so that didn't help. Oh, uh, oh, but oh, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> so all right, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a uh, bad deal. Other question: It seems that every film in this series is going to end with Peter listening to a recording of someone that died. First good. Uncle Ben, now Gwen, if this continues. Who should die and leave a voice Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dennis Leary is pretty good. Hey, Jackass, oh, I'm going to go with my daughter. Dennis Leary, I mean, that's the guy who has, like, easy money in this film. I mean, all you have to oh, do is yeah, just stand there right. and just, like, oh, where's my, you know. And then oh, there's, like, what gives to Peter, like, saying, oh, no, you know, uh-uh. <laughs> I was upset we didn't see Martin Sheen maybe hanging out with Dennis Leary. They forgot we didn't get this movie. They, they forgot? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, SM Venom, first post from Missouri. Hot damn. All right. Uh, for my questions, I'd like to hear what y'all think. Uh, with Gwen dead, do you feel that uh, bringing Mary Jane in as a love interest in Thermary would be too soon? We can't answer that. Next question. With Doc and Vulture hinted at pretty heavily, who would you like to see? Play them in the sequels. Hinted that pretty heavily. It was like, "Hey, look, arms. Hey, look, yeah. they look wings." Yeah, it wasn't yep. just hinted. It was like, "Hey, we are building towards Sinister Six. The yeah. whole time that Norman assistant I thought was Adrian Toomes. 
I yeah, he that does too. look like he looks like he could easily call him Farrow. isn't that in the actor? Yeah, yeah I, I, the whole time, and then when I saw the credits, I'm like, holy crap, he's he's a oh. character Roger Stern invented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, and actually, I thought before that guy said, "I'm Doctor Kafka," I thought that was supposed to be Otto Octavius initially. Oh please! That'd yeah, be- with that whole thing oh. with if he's picking because they still just zoom in on the glasses and he's picking it up and putting them on. It's like, oh, are they referencing this guy as Otto Octavius? Yeah, I, I thought of that too. And then he opened his mouth. I'm like, hell, yeah. Otto. <laughs> 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 any suggestions? Any actors you think would be good for Oc and besides Alfred Molina? And um, I, I don't know. It's going to be hard to live up to Alfred Molina. It, I actually Malkovich. did look up um, uh, the website before prior to the podcast. Uh, of, uh, it's called What Culture, and they kind of this was about a year ago, but they did a listing of recommended villains, actors that they could um, that could play the part. And one of the there was an interesting one they had for Doc Ock. You know, the, the guy who played Moriarty in the um, in the guy Richard Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes movies. movies. Oh, yeah. the guy from Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, he's, he's Richard Harris's kid, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Malkovich, I agree, would be a good vulture still. Mm-hmm. He was rumored for Spider-Man Four. Yep. Uh, let's see. Supposedly, another question is from S. M. Venom, who is online currently at the moment on the message board. Uh, supposedly, there were at least two alternate climax scenes that were cut and deemed to be too dark. One would have the Green Goblin choke Gwen to death with his bare hands and Spider-Man beating him near to death before stopping himself and uh, would have the... Another scene would have the Green Goblin still conscious and laughing at Peter as he cried over Gwen's death. Would you have oh, liked God. to, to oh, have either one of these? No, that's too much. I think oh. it's perfect. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I killed your blonde and I slept with her. Here's your kids. <laughs> yeah, you want that one? <laughs> Jolly Jovial Jonas from the Justice League Watchtower. Uh, let's see, Jr. What do you think of the portrayal of Norman and Harry? Uh, well, you mean oh, Norman was in the movie, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I liked, I kind of like this skeevy Harry, but I did we didn't really. I, I agree with that; it was kind of underdeveloped. Yeah. Mm. To everyone, who is Mister Fierce? Is he uh, the that, gentleman that in is the, the novel? Yeah, that is the that gentleman. Is the gentleman the yeah. Okay. Is that his real name? The gentleman's real yes. name? I forget. Fries. F R I E S, I think. Yeah, there's oh, wow. a whole there's a whole thing about him being like it goes into full full on detail. Like he knew like the Red Skull, and that yeah. he was participating in killing Peter's parents and stuff. So, yeah. So uh, what is your ranking of the Spider-Man films? My God, uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, two, uh, one, three, ASM two, and ASM one. Okay, Jr. This is going to be hard. <laughs> I'm trying to mentally figure him out. Well, you know what, Spencer asked me that, and I'm going to cheat a little. And I say, you know what, Spencer? I said, I'm not so sure you can put lump them together and rank them. They're entirely different approaches, yeah. entirely different takes. You have to look at them together within themselves. I don't know that you compare the Raimi and the Web films anymore. To be honest, I know it sounds like a cop out, but it's all right. George, you, you got a ranking? I'll, I'll say the same as Jr. It, it doesn't make much sense to rank them, but I will say that uh, Spider-Man 2 with uh, Alfred Molina is still my favorite of all time. and always, I think at this point it probably always will be. Michael? Um, yeah, I'd go with uh, Spider-Man 2 as my top one and Spider-Man 3 as my bottom. And it's kind of like – and the other – the first Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man 2, it kind of varies. It's kind of like almost kind of like depends on my mood. Basically. Okay. 
Spider-Man 2 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 are tied for me. Uh, the first movie... Really? Movie is, wow. Is num- number two. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man is my next one. Spider-Man 3 is my least favorite of all. You know, there, I've, I, you know, I've always said that I've, for years that the Amazing, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe is my favorite, but yeah. that's starting to look really creaky now. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. It's yeah. not aging too well. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. All. Oh, what do you think of J. Jonah Jameson Jr. being in the movie? Oh, yeah. It's a, che- it's a, it's a cheat. It's a cheat, mm-hmm. yeah. Six, six, six and a half. What were your thoughts on having the parts shown in the trailer being cut from the movie? Specifically, the reference to Peter being under surveillance and Norman and Harry talking about Peter. I agree. That was cut. That, that was, was a pack trailer. of lies. Mm-hmm. It's a pack of yeah. lies. Yeah. Why are all these files on you, Peter? We have plans yeah. for you, Peter. Well, we have plans for you, Peter. And the, yeah. weird, and the weird thing is they have them surveilling Peter and Harry earlier in the film, and yet they never follow up on it. I tell you what, the Blu-ray is going to have a ton of uh, deleted scenes. You got oh, the Mary yeah. Jane scene. Mm-hmm. How much you want to bet? You got to yeah. buy the the creepy, terrifying Electro head to get all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, God, that thing would terrify me. I would not have that up on my shelf. I, I hope they don't do uh, with the Blu-ray of Spider-Man what they did with Star Trek in the Darkness. Oh, oh. That was a travesty! That was a travesty. I, I, who do you? I wanted a commentary, but you got to buy it on iTunes. Oh, I wanted to wow. Link- I wanted the deleted scenes, but you got to buy the Target version. What a I middle wanted... finger! Oh, it was Jr. You're probably pissed too, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. That? I mean, uh, yeah. you know, you, yeah. If you want to see the the extra with Leonard Nimoy, you got to. It's only on the Blu-ray. You know, you, you buy. I mean, like for example, I bought the the, the combo Blu-ray DVD, but it's uh-huh. only. But the, the the extra with Leonard is only on the Blu-ray. You know, come up, yeah. you know, bite me. that's why i love jr uh all right since we put this show together the day of we uh for the first time ever i'm taking facebook questions you you missed another one from tnr 105 i I did yeah Yeah. refresh oh good lord i I closed this i had to go in and uh, lock the thread because people were still adding stuff that's what i did oh Lord, there's another one. Okay, TNR 105, JR. Norman obviously isn't dead since we saw nobody. If he's in the shadows, biding his time, what do you think is his master plan? That's to get a body, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was about to say, I, uh, plan. based yeah. on what I've seen and, and, and what I, that was the first time when Brad gave us the link and showed me the disembodied Norman head. If that's true, I don't want to see Norman back. I don't want because yeah. he, he's obviously not the guy in control. I only want to see Norman if he's the one who's actually in control, and he's obviously not. So I hope he's gone. Zach, great to have you back on the podcast. Thank You've you. Missed. Man, Felicia, should she suit up as Black Cat in the future? It would be neat to introduce to both Black Cat and MJ at the same time as Pierce trying to get past Gwen's death. Absolutely. Um, I, 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 you know, you set her up. This is what they should have done with Harry. They should have introduced Harry, just like they should have done with Eddie Brock and Spider-Man 3. They should have introduced Harry. You know, have him be in the film, and then have him become the Green Goblin. The, the way they're going about with uh, with Felicia, absolutely, would love to see her in Spider-Man. That actress does not look you, like Felicia to me. You talk about shoehorning stuff in, man. This would be a case of too many love interests instead of too many villains. True, mm. true. Uh, George, are you shooting? Uh, are they shooting themselves in the foot if the next film is Disaster Six? That's a lot of balls. <laughs> the juggle. You always <laughs> pause the most inappropriate. <laughs> I pause after balls, and if they, uh, they put it off, isn't that sort of blowing <laughs> their watch, so to speak? Wow! <laughs> I think. I think. Is it the first time we've ever, the glory is that the first time we've ever had the term "blowing their wad"? 
podcast first. Thank you, TNR. You know, it's um, funny that the guy who reviews all the porn movies for the Spider-Man crawl space is the one that gets this question. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, I, I don't... Yes. I, I, that's it. That's well, it, here's that's the thing. I mean, we, we, we just saw how hard it was for them to tackle... Two villains, or two and a, two and a quarter, if you count Rhino's appearances. Yeah. How are they going to pull off six? WTF? Still a nerd. It's the only rotten Spider-Man film on Rotten Tomatoes. How would you rank? Well, we already did that. Yeah, but I think about the Rotten Tomatoes thing. I was like looking at the rankings of that. I'm thinking it's not as it's not that bad, guys. It's well, it like, is. It is. Gordon George. It's like yeah, it's not you know great, but it's not like below Spider-Man three. But we shouldn't you know, be happy with any Spider-Man movie that is not great. That is just average and okay. We shouldn't. Yeah, be happy. I know, I know. But yeah, but you know. Question to me from TNR. He says the Uncle Ben plotline is followed up in the game. But how do you feel about Martin Sheen getting cut? Did Martin Sheen film any scenes in this movie that were cut? I didn't. Well, know about there's this. a not Martin Sheen that you can see from behind. That's about what? it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When? when? What? What do, what do you mean? Well, like when they're showing the scenes where they're like in the in their in the, where they go with the government guys come in and they like you know the FBI things. You see like the back of his head, but that's not Martin Sheen. <laughs> okay. Oh, you saw Martin Sheen in the uh, flashback. Hmm. I I don't remember that from at the all. first. Yeah, yeah. The, when the, whenever you the later part where you have um, Peter being dropped off by his parents right after the plane scene. Yeah, that's yeah. True. You're like in the distance. He's like, oh, you know. Just, uh, it's just recycled footage, though. It was. Yeah, that yeah. that really doesn't count as count. No. TNR also asked about Jonah. Should we Judy Dench him like Q? You and I used that exact analogy last night, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we've uh, closed the thread on the message board. We're going to Facebook for these questions now. Uh, Brad, did you get a different post-credit scene in the United States in Scotland? We just got a random bit of X-Men. Yes. Yeah, we got the we got a nice Jennifer Lawrence appearing in a Spider-Man credits. Yeah, yeah. We we did not. I stayed till the end too. I did, I was like, well, they might. What the hell? You know, I paid my money. I didn't I because like, I'm old and I had to pee. <laughs> I held it. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> by the way, uh, if you want to uh, like us on Facebook, uh, type in Spider-Man Crawl Space in Facebook and, and add us. We're up to about 2,400 fans. We'd like more. Uh, Johnny says, uh, how did you feel about the Gwen Death scene? I thought it was an amazing scene. Johnny, we all loved it. Travis, what are your guys' thoughts on the new costume? Did the CGI enhance or did the CGI enhance or hurt the movie for you? Enhance. Enhance. I thought uh, it was the best yeah. looking Spider Man. Oh, yeah, seen. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the guy wait a minute. Who is the guy in the shadows that appears at the end of the both Spider Man movies, the one getting Sinister Six together that visits him in jail, says David Shively. We've addressed that now. Yeah, that's the, the gentleman yeah. from the Troy Castro yeah. novels. Uh uh, Eldred, what did you think about certain scenes from the trailer being cut, like Terry? Uh, we already talked about that. I felt the original story of the movie got changed during the editing of the movie instead of focusing more on Peter and Gwen, since Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone have good chemistry and seem to be like the Hollywood it couple of the moment, and the studio is capitalizing on that. What are your thoughts about cutting the scenes? Well, the movie would have been three hours, boys, don't you think? Yeah, it was yeah. a two-and-a-half-hour film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they pretty close to it. It's like two hours and twenty, but yeah, something had to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, thoughts on some of the corny <sighs> dialogue from Jamie Fox? What's the, any lines you guys hated? Don't you well, know? I'm not, Electro. 
not a Jamie Fox, not the Electro line, but when when uh, after Electro appears and shoots um, when he shoots in in Oscorp and he shoots that table, then Harry appears up behind us. Looks like the tables have turned. I'm like, oh god. When, when he says that that one line, don't don't you know who I am? I'm Electro. I literally thought, and I wrote this in my review. I'm like, well, no, jackass. No one knows that because that's the first time you've said it. Yeah, <laughs> who exactly. writes this crap? I was like, perple- I, I was slack jawed. I was like, are you kidding me with this writing? And well, at, know, at no point does the director order a rewrite on that. You know, it's funny because the exact same thing virtually happened in Into Darkness when Benedict Cumberbatch says, "I'm oh. con." You know, and yeah, it's like, and you're like okay, who? yeah. So, so what, you know? I'm Kirk, this is Spock, this is Bones, you know? <laughs> uh, Nakilio, uh, what are your guys' likes and dislikes about Andrew Garfield's performance? Did he do anything that you don't like? We, we praised him I a lot. I enjoyed him more as Peter in this film than I did in the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think any, any, any cons to Garfield, though? No. Uh, there was that thing where he's talking to Gwen, and he's like, you know, and Gwen's asking him, like, where he finds out that he's been kind of following her. He's like, how often do you follow me? He's like, oh, just every day. And he's like, or maybe more than once. I'm like, yeah, that's not, and Gwen's like, oh, that's, you know, you're trying to protect me. I'm like, uh, no, Gwen, he's a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get a restraining order yesterday. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, I mean, it's meant to be, yeah, it's meant to be endearing. That was like the only kind of, you know, false note there. A little bit, even though I kind of understood what they were trying to do. Also, the fact that he's like deciding, like, "Oh, I'm going to follow you to to uh, England." I'm like, "Yeah, there's crime in England, right?" <laughs> yeah, there's Jack Rippers in England, right? I was like, "Yeah, but you know, Peter." That's the cute. whole time we were talking about earlier, how it was establishing that Peter is barely getting by, what with Aunt May struggling two jobs, and Gwen's got a scholarship at Oxford, and what does Peter got? It's like, you know what the cost Spider-Man of living too. over there in London is? I mean. <laughs> Jay Tyson, do you think the Mary Jane stuff should have made the cut in lieu of the Harry Goblin stuff? It seems like Harry was shoehorned in to give Goblin available to kill Gwen. Do you think we should have had introduced Mary Jane in this one? Instead I see of? why they dropped Mary Jane from yeah, this. Yeah, I, I understand why they did it. It would be three yeah, hours. Solid. Uh, ben says, what are the chances that Norman Electro are still alive? Also with the guys, other with the guys in the States getting the Shazam hint towards Sinister Six, would you rather the last person be Mysterio or the Chameleon? Hmm. Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio. Yeah, Chameleon, yeah. Chameleon's a one-trick pony. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen multiple... Chameleon is essentially Mystique. I mean, you know? Yeah. Well, you could do without, 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 without the without the, without the boobs. Yeah, exactly. Myst- mystique with a dong. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and dong oh, yeah, there, George? I, have to, oh, I don't know. It's man. just it's fun to say dong. It is true. Heather says, uh, "Did you see the Spider-Man movie on D box?" Boy, I felt like it. I tell you that. Or regular 3D, and if so, do you think the upcharge was worth it? Anybody see it in 3D? No. Hell no. No. That... I, I had to research, Heather, what D-Box meant. Evidently, it's kind of like uh, uh, Holly, uh, Universal Studios or something where the seats move, and I don't know, you get sprayed scents or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to get sprayed. Like you move with the camera or something? <laughs> yeah, the, I, don't the, know what kind of, I don't know what kind of theater you went to, but that's kind of a rock <laughs> Well, they, <laughs> I think she's in Europe, though. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where Heather is, but she, she, um, yeah, the D box. I don't know how much that would cost. I, 3D. I don't. I, I find the movie to be uh, blurry. It's too dark. 
it's dark and it's blurry and I, it's not worth the darkness of it yeah. as for paying an extra and four it's not five worth bucks. the extra bucks paying for the glasses you're only going to use once because yeah, you have I, to yeah, I watched Captain America in 3D, and I, after that, I swore off 3D because I was like, I, the last the last 3D movie I saw was the Avengers, and I'm like, it's not worth it. No, so. no. no. Uh, Eric says, how do you feel about the overwhelming negative reviews and less money each Spider-Man film seems to be making? You know, uh, I read an article today, and I forgot where it was. I think it was on Box Office Mojo, uh, which is an industry site that follows well box office. And they said that that uh, yeah go figure right. And they said that what you know their analysis was is that audience are starting to get Spider Man fatigue, Spider fatigue. And I can kind of agree. this is the fifth movie now. I mean yes it's a rebooted but it's still a, it's still a fifth movie. And I think what they're finding is 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 that it. I, Sony needs this. Sony is de- is desperate for this takeoff. That's why you have so much shit being set up and not a lot of payoff. Mm-hmm. Along the way, everything's going to be a continual setting up of the next thing because they have to keep it going for as long as possible because they are cash trapped and they need this money. Um, but that being said, I I, I do I, I starting to wonder now if people are just going to get burnout, especially if they're saying we want a Spider-Man movie every year. And I'm like, good luck with that, Hoss. Yeah. Yeah. Ed, Ed says, uh, is it me or do they completely blow off the dude that killed Uncle Ben? Yeah, that, that, they kind of dropped the ball on that, Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, uh, thoughts on changing Dr. Kofta into a white German dude? I mean, yes, she is a smaller character, but having her go from a woman minority to just another dumb white dude angered me to no okay, end. Okay, well, now, wait a minute. Uh, 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 dumb is a relative term here. I mean, yes, he's an over-the-top parody caricature, but at the same time, he's still a doctor. I mean, he had to go to evil medical school. I wouldn't call him dumb. Act- Actually, I think he probably was like a region. I think he was maybe like uh, maybe one of those Hydra guys that they just the Raven Cop just decided Hydra. There you I go. I almost made that joke. Yeah. Didn't I they turn Doctor Kafka? Didn't they turn her from like an old middle aged lady into like a hot Asian chick? That was uh, that was Luke Ross's fault. You can blame him for that. I'm not blaming <laughs> him for that. I'm like, if you got to have an upgrade, <laughs> you know, how, how come you can't bring in Lucy Liu to play Doctor Kafka uh-huh. here or something Man. like that? You know? yeah. Nick. Nick. Says rhino battling. Uh, uh, the, the rhino battling scene was unnecessary, in my opinion. They should have ended the movie after the funeral and saved the post-funeral for number three. What do you think? Well, they should have given us a full rhino fight. I was not happy at the end that uh, it ends with him swinging the manhole cover. At the, which yeah, yeah, with the spoil with the trailers. Yeah, yeah no, that, like how about we actually see them duke it out a little bit? I would. That wouldn't suck. I mean, I just had to sit through some some of the worst writing I've ever seen in a film. Oh, and now now if you stop me of seeing him pounding on this big metal thing. Now, well, if you I mean, start the if you start the third film with the Rhino fight, would that be the payoff? No. Uh, I'm good. Let's start somewhere I'm, yeah, else. Yeah, I, I think the Rhino thing was fine. How about we start with the tight shot of a door, and the door opens and says, "Face it, Tiger." How about that? <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. All right. What uh, what villain was serviced <laughs> best by the story? <laughs> Javi asks this one. Do you think Electra overshadowed Javi. the movie like oh, views? No, hell no, Hob- Hob- no. Uh, and I was happy to see the Rhino in the ultimate shocker type role. Do we need to have an origin for every villain? No. no. I- I've often said a Spider-Man movie would be great just opening up with a random Spider-Man B-lister, and that's what we yeah. got. That's Some what we kind got. of quick explanation about how the villain got his powers is necessary. 
I, well, they I had a some suit, context uh, for the villain. I mean, well, they had the suit in Oscorp. Yeah, for the Rhino. I mean, that's not that. No, no, no. I'm, I, he, he's just saying here. He's like, because you look at his question, and he's saying, uh, "Do we need to have an origin for every villain?" And I'm like, "We need, we need a little bit. Yeah, we need a little bit of background." Okay. Yeah, not uh, the like last, the guys, but yeah. Right. The last one's from Pardon the Pause. Greetings from Pardon the Pause podcast. This is Solidios. I think I got your name. The host of the show. I'm a longtime fan of the show and the site. My question is: I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but didn't feel wowed. I feel it's because too much was shown in the trailers. Does anybody else feel this way? And if so, what are your thoughts on movie studios overdoing movie trailers? Thanks in advance. I don't think you should show the last scene of a movie in the trailer. I agree. Yep. I agree. Uh, you know, that was my biggest beef. A lot of what I, they showed in the trailers was the same stuff, just edited differently. Yeah, and yeah. I'll also say this. Both films had, both this Amazing Spider-Man film and Amazing Spider-Man 2 had stuff in the trailers that was completely omitted or cut from the trailers. And it's, uh, I, I remember, I believe it was Kevin, after the first Amazing Spider-Man film, said that the film that was put in the trailers was not the film that was shown in theaters. And I kind of feel the same way with the trailers in this one, because we've already mentioned, you know, the the scene with Harry and uh, the Norman saying, we got plans for you, Peter Parker. You know, I wanted to see those things. I, w- I, was, I was sitting there and I was bummed yeah. that we didn't have those scenes and it feels like that they filmed so much other stuff that it's going to, like Brad said, it's going to be in the, those deleted scenes in the Blu-ray. Hey, or hell, maybe it's in the third movie. Hey, JR? Yeah. Didn't you stop watching the trailers? Yeah, I did. After um, after they came up with, like, the three, didn't they have, like, three scenes Stanley introduced or whatever? Yeah. And yeah. and when when they had the one that was where they announced that Norman Osborn was dead, you know, and uh, I said, okay, I'm done, you know, yeah. because it's like, yeah, I, you know they're starting to sh- they're starting to show too much. I just uh, I want to go in with at least a few surprises. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was the last question from the listeners on Facebook and our message report. Thank you to everybody that wrote those in quick. Man, what, they added up really fast. Yeah, I was they impressed. Did. Boy, that was quick, they man. did, man. That was awesome. Uh, let's do around the horn. Final thoughts, Zach. Final thoughts. We'll wrap it man, up. Man, um, wow, this went this hour long podcast went two hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I appreciate you having me on, Brad. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Really good at podcast with with George and and Jr. again, and uh, not Michael Bailey. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely uh, definitely have. I mean, spectacular, Michael. Yeah, spectacular, yeah. Michael. But uh, but uh, yeah, just check out Spectacular Radio and CSC and Mayday Mondays. Thank you, sir. Uh, George, final thoughts. Um, Spider Man is the best superhero in comic history and he deserves better writing than this okay uh mike uh, spectacular michael <laughs> uh yeah well i just want to say it's a, you know it's an interesting um first podcast to be on here for sure and everything thanks for having yeah. me on and no uh final thoughts about being the, and uh final thoughts about the film um yeah i mean i'm even though we've kind of been down it i'm not saying you know, it's necessarily, you know, it's still, I did still find it enjoyable and everything like this. I just, it's mm-hmm. kind of, to me, it's kind of more like a rental. And then that way you can kind of skip through all the stuff that you don't <laughs> like. And then you the can. The Jamie Foxx scenes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, all those scenes. And then you can just like, hey, you can you can actually find what the, the studio with the Sony and the Mark Webb and everything failed to miss, which was actually a pretty good film, so. It could be like one of those choose-your-own-adventure books from exactly. back in the day. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You can just like, you know, hey, you know, you got the little, you know, hey, you know, 
you know, just choose just a, your own amazing adventure. adventure there exactly. You go. Choose your own. <laughs> choose your own Spider-Man film. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm going to wrap it up with my buddy Jr. What's your final thoughts, sir? My final thoughts is I've got to get out and see it again because I've after listening to everybody. I mean, it's I can't disagree with a lot of what you said. I really can't. Yeah. I mean, I like it, either. but so I've I've got to go see it again. <laughs>